Today on the Bill Kelly Show on AM 900 CHML. We are, as uh, we've been talking about on the program, heading for a provincial election on June 7th of this year. And, uh, boy, I tell you, the uh, lead-up to this campaign has just been bizarre, well, since Christmas time, with the uh, resignation, the allegations, first of all, against Patrick Brown, then the resignation, uh, and then the non-resignation when he suggested I never really did quit. Uh, but anyway, and on and on it goes, and you've got other people that have jumped into the race. Uh, we know that by March 10th they will announce a new leader. And guess who's back? Patrick Brown, uh, who registered to run, but uh, the party official said that he had to be vetted before he could actually become an official candidate. Well, he got the green light yesterday. What are the implications of that? Well, let's ask Peter Gray, professor of political science at McMaster University here in Hamilton. Peter, thanks for the time. Good to have you with us again. Are you with us again, Peter? Yes, I think so. I, I don't know what happened there. The gods are against us. I don't know what's going on. But anyway, we're back, and that's good. Uh, first of all, let, let, let me give you your impression of, if, if I could, uh, I'd like to get your read on, on what's been happening with Patrick Brown, the ins and outs, the resignation, the non-resignation, the registering again. Uh, I get the sense that there's an awful lot of people in the Progressive Conservative Party right now that would like this guy to go away, and clearly he's not going to. Oh, well, that's right. I mean, I think we're at the stage where, you know, we're reading Martin Reg Cohn in The Star or uh, uh, Robin Urbach on CBC, where the it's at the point of ridicule, really, uh, the way that uh, he's being treated, and certainly... It's very rare for politicians to be treated in that manner, and uh, I'm sure for the members of the the Conservative Party, uh, at least those who don't support Patrick Brown, uh, it certainly is a nuisance, uh, and is preventing uh, you know a, a chance to present a better face to the Ontario public. Uh, although I mean I think it's it's a it, it reflects in a sense badly on them as well in the sense that if three weeks ago CTV News hadn't released the story, they'd be standing in front of us telling us that we had to elect Patrick Brown premier of our province and that we could trust him and that he was a man of great integrity. Uh, now it appears a few weeks later that for many people within that conservative party, they didn't believe a whit of it. It's interesting to see how that has evolved over the last uh, couple of weeks. Uh, there was outrage, obviously, when the allegations were made. Uh, Brown denied it. Uh, CTV stood by the story. But as soon as that crack started to appear in the CTV story that, well, it's not really the way we said it was, and no, we really didn't talk to everybody who may have been involved in that, that seems to have been pushed to the background now. And this is more about the politics than, than about the allegations. Yes, I mean, certainly the recent claims against Patrick Brown have more to do with the claims of potential uh, financial impropriety on his part, but also... Uh, a number of questions about the running of the party, uh, some of these contested nominations, uh, uh, questions about whether the lists were good or whether there were people on there who were maybe, you know, enrolled uh, to vote in uh, different uh, nominations but weren't real people and so forth. So certainly it has become uh, much broader. And uh, in a way, Patrick Brown worked very hard when he was a leader to uh, take the party and position it where he thought it could win in a provincial election, even though that was quite far from the expressed wishes uh, not only of the Conservative Party, but of a number of the constituencies that he courted very hard to uh, support him in the leadership. Uh, and I suspect uh, there was a willingness to support him in that if they thought it was going to pay off, but as soon as it, it was, you know, that was over, as soon as Patrick Brown wasn't likely to be the leader anymore, the, the members weren't happy with those compromises. You know, this probably, I think, Peter, serves as a stark reminder that oftentimes there is no unanimity in political parties. I mean, they put on a brave face. I mean, after a new leader is selected like Brown was, 
they you know they're always everybody's up on the podium and they've got their hands up there together and it's yeah let's make it uh, you know unanimous but there are always dissatisfied factions within a political party and that was obviously the case and and maybe that was underscored when they finally came out with their platform which uh, which featured an awful lot of things that traditional conservatives just weren't comfortable with that's true although in most parties you know you get to a platform and then you agree to carry that through the election I mean, in this case, we had the debate last week on TVO where all the candidates more or less repudiated the central feature of that uh, that platform, which was a carbon tax, you know, the, the revenues from which were going to allow the Conservatives to uh, make a tax cut even without having to uh, cut greatly in state expenditures. So there is a way in which, uh, you know, as much as, yes, parties are about compromise, uh, you would have expected that telling the Ontario people that this is what you believe in, and if you elect us, this is what we're going to do for the next year, uh, sorry, the next four years, uh, you wouldn't then, just a few months before the election, say, well, no, we were just making it up, none of us actually believe that. And so again, I think the fact that Ontarians don't look, watch their politics too closely is serving the Conservative Party well here, because otherwise I think citizens might really ask, well, can we believe anything these people say, because they seem to change you know, from day to day. Here we are four months away from the election. Which is always a concern for the people that are trying to get elected is, uh, you know, that old question uh, they, from the Springsteen song, you know, Radio Nowhere, is anybody alive out there? Are you paying attention? Uh, and oftentimes the answer is no, not yet. Yeah, well, and again, I think, you know, people uh, may be critical of Patrick Brown being uh, in this race, but in some ways it's helpful uh, because it hides some of the real problems that came up in that debate last week. Uh, I mean, certainly we've had a Conservative Party, which for the past few years has taken the line that Ontario is in a huge debt hole, uh, that our debt is too high, that it's unsustainable, we can't afford any more of it. And then we had a uh, debate where all four candidates uh, were quite happy to say, uh, would give you a tax cut, even though it means piling on more debt. We have no problem with that. Uh, you know, so things like that, which I would think would be pretty uh, catastrophic for parties. Like, what do they really believe in? Uh, are they really serious when they criticize Kathleen Wynne for all this debt when they themselves would add more simply to have a tax cut? Um, you know, again, it, it's maybe useful to have Patrick Brown as a distraction so Ontarians don't really ask, well, can these people be believed? Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play. And listen to The Bill Kelly Show weekdays from 9 to noon on AM 900 CHML.